Heat in my vein like vernacular Cook up the beat with a spatula Y'all are not ready for action I'm smoking these rappers and feeling spectacular Making a killer like massacre Watch out, I'm whipping my wrist Right on my city, been pissed But I show I'm love I'm not the one that's at risk My homie told me that when people rise up against you What's the sign of your destiny? Hey, Starks here. Good evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. Welcome to the Fantasy Unicorns podcast. We're dynasty driven, but we give you that redraft flavor as well. We have our dynasty and our prospect rankings on our website, thefantasyunicorns.com. So you guys make sure you check that out along with the other articles that we have from the Fantasy Unicorns. If you guys haven't subscribed to our podcast, make sure you do uh, give us a five-star rating Write a review, of course, and subscribe. If you have iTunes, do all of that. If you have any other platforms, just subscribe. And if there's any way to support us, definitely help us out. Uh, We definitely have a Patreon out on our website, along with Fantasy Unicorn Gear, uh, mugs, and just a lot of great information on our website. So you guys, just make sure you do that. Uh, This episode is pretty much jam-packed. I'll still keep it as condensed as possible obviously with the playoffs going uh going on along with uh i want to touch up on the listener uh free league that the unicorns are going to get established here i'm going to actually talk about you know what picks are going to uh what everybody's going to get so that'll be a little bit more later in the episode that i want to provide also i like to share some news here so in order pretty much we're going to go over some news here first Um, Then I'm actually going to touch up on a new segment here of Dynasty Driven. Is there still love to go around, which is Kevin Love. I want to talk about him. And then, you know, we'll go into Section 3 with the Unicorn Court, which would be the listener league uh, that we are implementing. And then the clutch shot would pretty much essentially go over. I'll try to hold this episode as long as possible as far as me getting uh, the sections in because Obviously, this could be possibly the last game with the Raptors game. Um, I'm this as, as I'm recording this now. I, I'm not going to have the full results until later on in this episode. So hopefully, um, I'm able to still provide that at some point that I'm not asleep. So with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. So section one. Definitely want to talk about some news that's came up here and kind of backtrack a little bit. It's with Anthony Davis. He wants to uh, actually go to either the Lakers or Knicks is what's been reported at this point in time. Do I think uh, he's suited or fit to go more on the Lakers than the Knicks? It's not necessarily so. It's not going to matter what team Anthony Davis the brow goes to. He's going to fill the stats up. We all know that. Uh, it's just, is he going to play with LeBron? You know, I guess that's what it, what it comes down to. If he goes to the Knicks, it seems like he has more control to do what he wants to do. Now, I'm not saying he can't do that with LeBron and the Lakers, but it just seems like he would have a little bit more spike in usage. But I'm sure LeBron would know how to utilize Anthony Davis. And Davis, again, he'll be fine wherever he lands. But just to hear the focus on he's more interested to go to the Knicks and Lakers via trade, but it doesn't necessarily mean that he'll go to those teams. So that's just something to keep in mind. Moving forward, let's go ahead and talk about the announcement from Tony Parker. He's retiring. This is, uh, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm a little, 
I guess I'm a little surprised because what he put 18 seasons in, I, I have the understanding that he was going to try to finish his career at least playing 20 seasons. I think he had also mentioned that he wanted to at least play on a team that was a contender if he was going to kind of finish out the next couple of seasons, which kind of makes sense. Obviously, your longevity deserves and maybe warrants uh, to be on a team, a caliber playoff team. It's not necessarily saying Charlotte wasn't a playoff team. I mean, they were a solid team. But I almost thought maybe would they allow him to go to the Spurs real real quick and retire? But sometimes it doesn't always go like that. I mean, maybe he comes out of retirement, but um, he's definitely a player that has to be in the Hall of Fame, you know, without its ands or buts about it. Right. Tony Parker. It's unfortunate you know, to see, you know, as players start to age. And again, since we're dynasty driven, it just kind of makes you and reminds you that the younger talent of players and the pool of players in the NBA, you just want the younger talent to have on your team, right? On your roster where a lot of these players that are getting older, you kind of, it kind of loses its flavor and spice and everything nice. And I said that all oppositely wrong, but you guys understand what I'm saying. So, you know, Tony Parker, um, it was great to have you, you know, in the NBA, you know, four championships, I believe. But yeah, for sure, he has to be in the Hall of Fame. So moving forward here, we'll talk about a little bit about Clint Capella. It looks like the Celtics are aggressively looking at Capella. I'm not the biggest fan of Clint Capella. Um, he's a good player. He's a solid. He's going to give you some solid stats, you know, field goal percentage blocks and stuff of that nature. I get it. Rebounds. Would he fit well in Boston with all of the the talent there? He doesn't need usage, right? But it's just like I just sometimes I I feel like players should get more opportunity, especially when your field goal percentage is high. But I I don't really see him taking a huge boost um, going from Houston to Boston. Now, as you guys know, the free agency is coming up and obviously the draft is coming up. So there's going to be a lot of movements throughout the free agency that it's hard to really predict what's going to happen. But I just think it's more fun and competitive with all of you uh, listeners out there because when you're in a dynasty league, I know a lot of people, and this is going on an ISO rant tangent, as you guys are familiar with with me, this is just a rant. So this is why it's the beautiful thing about dynasty leagues because you have to make a decision. I know you want to calculate everything. You know, you want to wait to do drafts, what, at the end of, or the beginning of, before the season starts in the NBA, or you want to wait after preseason. Typically, I'm fine for that. And I look at that as like, if you do a redraft league, you you honestly should uh, wait, you know, probably before the season starts. Or if you like to do redrafts earlier in, in a different format before the preseason, that's fine too. But in a dynasty league, I just think it's more of a challenge. I'm open to challenges where you have to make a gut call and just kind of analyze and think outside the box and see maybe where players will go. So my thinking is like this. Boston, I don't see Kyrie. Again, this is an ISO rant. Do I see Kyrie um, going you're going to stay with Boston. Actually, I'll just jump from subject, obviously, from Clint Capella and jump in and skip to where I was going to eventually talk about Kyrie um, not beat around the bush. Now, as you guys know, Tareem Prince been traded to the Nets um, and deal with involving, you know, Allen Crabb and multiple draft picks uh, it opens up cap space for the Brooklyn Nets. And, you know, with that being said, Brooklyn Nets are definitely looking into acquiring, 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 acquiring Kyrie Irving 
on that team, that would be something fun to see Kyrie and the possibility of uh, my guy there, D'Angelo Russell. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that that's going to happen. But the possibilities there. Right. But going back a little bit to going to Capella again, um, I don't see him going or if he was to go to Boston, I don't see too much of a change. I almost look at it as just more of uh, his value just to take a slight a baby a slight hit. That's just my opinion right now. If we have to go off of just kind of putting ourselves outside a box without obviously the free agents of landing anywhere, even before the draft. So that's just something to keep in mind. But kind of skipping to back to that trade that went down. Tareem Prince is a guy that I like a lot. And I know he had a really poor season this year. And I get it. Um, and he's probably not going to be the biggest fan of everybody else's. And I, and I believe Jay, um, he's, he's a little bit more, um, I don't want to say bashful, but he's not too forward to, to, to acquire, uh, Tareem Prince, which is understandable for me. Um, I'm, I'm the little bit opposite. I actually want to still give Tareem Prince a chance. I'm not saying he's going to be a, a world beater next year, but I do like him going into the Nets. In the situation, I'm not saying that I think it's just something fresh for him um, because I know Atlanta, although Atlanta has Kevin Huerta, right? Kevin Huerta is looks like he's going to probably be more more of a starter for the Atlanta Hawks. And I'm not saying that necessarily that meant him trumping to take the spot over Tareem Prince in Atlanta because because Prince was more of a small forward, you know, uh, but with that being said, with that situation, him going to Brooklyn at this point in time, Tareem Prince, you obviously have D'Angelo Russell, Karis LeVert starting at the guard positions. Now, Joe Harris, that means he would have to leap Joe Harris. Joe Harris is actually pretty underrated. Then you have uh, Rodden's Karooks, and you guys know Hooked on Phonics works for me. Karooks, I like to say Krusty the Clown, just <laughs> just because maybe because I don't know how to pronounce his name well, but I think I got it. Um, but that's just something to kind of keep in mind and, and consider that Tareem Prince is a player that I'd like to see him get more of an opportunity. He just, I think honestly what happened last year is he was bogged down a lot by his injury, you know, Wells last year. Do I think of him being better this year coming up than last year? Yeah, absolutely. If if, if there's anything, I, I still like to give Tareem Prince an opportunity uh, and not just fade away for him. If you, you're more likely going to get him on the cheap. So going on to the Atlanta side of things, uh, obviously they get Alan Crabb in that deal with picks, and they took on uh, Alan Crabb's contract a little bit higher there. So Alan Crabb, so Alan Crabb essentially, I believe, is going to be a player that gets a little bit of a spike in value in fantasy. They might play small lineups where I can see him in Atlanta play, you know, the two and maybe even move Huerta at the three. So that's something they can finesse around, obviously, with Bembry. And I know they still have Kent Bazemore. But, you know, that's something to still monitor. But I like his outlook moving forward. I'm not going to pay a premium on him uh, in a dynasty league. It's just 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 a gut feeling, I, you know, but he'll still hold value. Redraft, he'll be okay. Um, you know, let's move forward. So going back kind of on the Lakers tip here, uh, Rondo, he told Rick Buecher that most of the Lakers were affected by the trade talks involving, you know, Anthony Davis with the Pelicans. I get it. I definitely understand. Um, this is a situation that LeBron, as you guys know, is 
more of an not just an NBA player, but he does a lot. You know, he's he's investing almost like as an owner, as if he was an owner himself and as a coach. He does a lot of things for the NBA, right? So I know I put a damper across the board on the Lakers uh, as far as Rondo had mentioning that, especially when that comes out of Rondo's mouth, you know, because Rondo just he doesn't really hold back on what he has to say, as you guys know. So essentially, that also kind of worked around where the younger players in the Lakers were, wouldn't say defeated, but the discouraged because it's like, yo, these these trade rumors are going around. So my name might get called up and I'm probably most likely getting traded because, you know, it's like LeBron is OK with me leaving. So I don't know. There's a lot of things that factor in. But as you guys can see, as the season started wearing down the Lakers, they wasn't the same team as how they started in the beginning, right? So let's move forward here. And another thing that happened here, the Kings, I hope Kings are not doing some weird stuff again. Uh, they're looking for a new starting center. And we know that Willie Colley-Steins, at least for me, Colley-Steins was just, man, He was he's always been mediocre to me. I know a lot of maybe fantasy owners think differently of uh, Willie Colley-Steins, but that's fine. I know he started out red hot in the beginning of the season. I think he was like 17-9 type of player, and then he just was super inconsistent after that. And it just kind of makes you think, you know, and th- th- I guess for me it's like it's not bad to look for a new center, but see what you can get, obviously. But I, I still like to see players um, like Marvin Bagley and who's the other big guy that we like to talk about here? Giles, Harry Giles. I like to see Harry Giles get more of a chance. Hopefully – he gets uh, he's healthy enough to get more minutes and the Kings, no matter what, they're going to be a fun team, hopefully next year as they were this past year. All right. So moving right along, Victor Oladipo, he posted a video of himself running on the football field. He's progressing well, guys. And uh, as you guys know, I'm a Victor Oladipo fan. I, I like to hear, you know, great progress report from him. I know that we said it on several episodes that he relies a lot on his physicality, getting to the basket, and just his uh, ferociousness getting uh, from point A to point B. Now, his fantasy value is going to be a little bit cheaper, but it could honestly, I can see him as time progresses on in draft season. Like, let's just say hypothetically, I, I look at it like this if you're in a draft, dynasty draft today, his value is going to be obviously more of a discount. You're probably going to be. Uh, cutting coupons. Now, when it comes to like a redraft um, and you're the, basically the preseason happens and you see some good progress from him, right? His value is going to shoot up. So that's the thing. So although what I'm trying to say is I know like myself and a lot of other gyms owners would like to wait until the pretty much until the season starts to start any draft, right? But here's an opportunity. This is why I think Dynasty is also beautiful, where you can take advantage now. And I mean, take a risk on players. And when you take a risk on players, then that means you get the you get to see the hidden stuff. And what I mean by you get to see the hidden stuff, you're like, start. How do I get to see the hidden stuff? What I mean, what I'm trying to incorporate, and what what I'm trying to say is, when you don't see something, or you're not getting all of these reports coming out. You could be one of those fantasy owners to be the first to take a plunge, a leap of faith of grabbing this player, right? I remember me and Kevin's league was Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid right? Um, this was like three three years ago in our Dynasty League. 
um, that me and Kevin's been a part of. Someone took a, a risk on Joel and Embiid. Obviously, this just think of it like this. He came in the league and he didn't play the whole first year, right? So the following year, someone took a risk on him. And, you know, I think it was at the time when Jaleel Okafor was over there, I believe. And someone took a plunge on him in the fifth round at that. And we, you know, a lot of us and even myself kind of questioned, like, yo, I know this is a dynasty league, but man, you're paying a premium, like, on a player of the unknown. And look, look, he's basically thriving, taking that risk. And again, I'm all about taking risk, but some risk I will not take. And I wouldn't have taken that risk, but that guy in our league, you know, he took a risk and he reaped the rewards. So what I'm saying is, Dynasty leagues, I think it's beautiful because you could draft at any time. If you draft early, there's going to be value picks. And then there's going to be some mess ups, obviously, too, because you're going to have injuries that can kind of trickle down throughout the. So it's risk. It's calculated risk. Right. So let's move forward. And honestly, going back a little bit to the Lakers again, Lonzo Ball's working hard again. It looks like he's in the weight room every day. As you guys seen it from the prior year, he was you know pretty thin. He put some muscle mass on. Looks like he's in the weight room again. Uh, but the issue is, although he's in the weight room every day, bulking up, whatever he's doing, getting stronger, it looks like he still hasn't had five-on-five five workouts yet. So that is a little concerning, obviously, with the, the injury that uh, came to him. But he should be fine uh, this season coming up. And I think, if anything, with Lonzo Ball, pay attention. Um, and if, okay, so let me say it like this. If you're in a dynasty league, which I, obviously you guys probably are because you're listeners. Um, I think Lonzo Ball could be, he might prove some people wrong coming into this year. And that's probably including myself. I, it's not that I never believed in Lonzo Ball, but I just think if he goes to a situation, let's just say hypothetically he gets traded in the Lakers and maybe go with the Pelicans. We don't know, right? But I think at this point in time, once you were expected to be something good or great. You know, they were traded. They traded away what D'Angelo Russell at the time for the pick, I think. And the Lakers, you know, a lot of the Lakers was like, oh, the Lakers did a bad job because they decided to take Lonzo Ball instead of D'Angelo Russell. I mean, of course, you make hiccups, you make mistakes. So that, all of that stuff, and then obviously Lonzo Ball's dad, you got all of that stuff in Lonzo's head like, man, I'm really looking like a bust, right? He can't, you know, come with injuries, you know, being behind LeBron and it's just a lot of, there's a lot of pressure on him. So I just think that if he gets an opportunity and he gets the minutes um, that I expect from him, I think he's going to be a good player this this coming season. But I just hope that he fits in the right situation for him um, to prove himself to people that he's better than, you know, what people think of him now. You know, but anyways, not to get on a tangent about that. So moving forward, it's pretty much done with that section. Just want to talk a little bit about uh, Dynasty Driven, since you guys know we are uh, with we give you redraft flavor as well. Want to touch up a little bit on, you know, is there still love to go around, which is Kevin Love. So Kevin Love in a redraft league, his value is going to take some steps down. The Dynasty League is going to take a pretty massive step down. Now, that's not to say he's not a good fantasy player for you uh, GMs that 
are thinking of maybe drafting him if you're starting a dynasty league or if you have him, you know, you kind of just ask yourself, what am I going to do with Kevin Love? So Kevin Love finished this year 69th ranked um, in category leagues. And uh, it looks like he only played 22 games a season, you know, over 27 minutes a game. You know, he he didn't do too bad, right, for the time he was getting. His usage rate, of course, was a little bit more boosted, obviously, with LeBron being out this year. But the thing that was an issue was the injury. Um, Injury concerns, as always, with Kevin Love. So he's at the age of 30 now, I believe, and he'll be 31 um, this year coming up, I believe, in September. So it's just one of those things, are you going to pay – for Kevin Love, you know, going into this season coming up. I'll say this, you know, his average, let me say this real quick. His average is he finished, what, 17 points a game, almost 11 rebounds a game, two assists, and he doesn't give you stock stats, right, at all. The issue with him, not only is the stock stats a little concerning, he took a massive dip uh, as far as field goal percentage is concerned. He's not the best, you know, big man that's going to give you field goal percentage. I get it. But shooting 38%, that's not really, I mean, that's not good at all, uh, especially for a big man. Averaging almost two and a half threes a game. What do you do with Kevin Love? Uh, Do you pay for him? Um, I will say this. It depends. If you're able to win in your league this following year, I, I'll say this, I'm more concerned. You know, I know in the last episode I talked about Ricky Rubio and I just like to see where maybe he lands if he doesn't stay in Utah. Kevin Love is a little bit different for me. Uh, I'm going to fade on Kevin Love just because of just thinking of with Cleveland, there's such, you know, I know <laughs> I know there's a few Cleveland fans that I'm familiar with. And I, it's unfortunate because Cleveland is just not a good team. And when you're losing, when you're a team that's going to lose a lot during the regular season, just be prepared for some DMP CDs with these type of players. They're going to rest down the stretch if they're not in contentions of, you know, making the playoffs. And Cleveland is one of those teams that's not a strong team, you know, currently right now. You know, and then you got to think, Kevin Love only played 22 games last year. Now, his prior years before that, he was inside the top 30 pretty much. So, so like last year, he was 26. The year prior before that, 31. So he was close to the 30 range. If you are a huge risk taker, which, like I said, I take risk. But this risk, I think I'm going to have to pass on. I, 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 can't, I can't jump on the Kevin Love Express. The only way that I can get Kevin Love, you got to pay... The cheapest cut out the basically the cheapest coupon or let's put it in this perspective. I'd like to the only way that I'm going to buy Kevin Love in a dynasty league is let's just say hypothetically. I think Cleveland is in a good position where in the middle of the, the season where you're you're drafting or excuse me, your trade deadline is still open and you're in a contention then maybe you can work the phones in a dynasty league and start reaching out. Or this is even in the redraft league. You can reach out to some GMs, see what you can get returned if you're in a position of, oh my gosh, does Kevin Durant just get hurt? Uh-oh. Jeez, this is sad. Oh, no. That's rough.
Oh, man. Oh, sorry, you guys. As you guys know, as much as I'm not... Oh, man, that's sad. Gosh. I'm not a, I'm not a Kevin Durant fan. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry, you guys, to get sidetracked on this podcast. I apologize. I, this is... Ah, is it the calf again? Poor guy. Uh man, hold, hold on. Oof. Ah, this or is it the the Achilles? The fans are actually cheering for him. I. Oh, he just cussed. He said the f word. <laughs> Jeez. This that's rough. I, I man, this I definitely got sidetracked. I, I apologize to the listeners because I'm still going to talk about this game at the end. Oh, I think he he tried to do a crossover. I think it was on Baca and he just fell fell over. So real quick, let me just talk about Kevin Durant. It's funny. Let's let me get on a tangent real quick. I I'll try not to hold too much in uh, my input on Kevin Durant. As you guys know, I'm not the biggest fan of Durant. I'm a Thunder fan, as you guys know. Unfortunately, Thunder Russell Westbrook. You probably, if you guys are accustomed to listening to our podcast, you guys have the impression of how I am with how Durant left. But, anyways, I I do appreciate this. If no matter if I'm not a fan of him, that doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily mean I'm not going to ignore him in fantasy leagues. And so that, and this is an ISO tangent here. Don't ever wear your heart on your sleeve when it comes to fantasy players. You always want to make sure you grab the best player that is set up for your team to win. So I'll put my feelings away to draft Kevin Durant on my team, right? So that's something you got to consider. You don't got to be a fan of him in real life, but when it comes to fantasy, it's about getting the championships. At least that's the the logic that I think. But anyways, um, Durant, he he walked off court. Uh, I'll at least give some updates on that. Uh, Man, that's rough. Anyways, let's move back forward on Kevin Love. There's nothing really more to say about Love. What's what's Love got to do with it? Or uh, never mind. This, these jokes get bad once you get tired. So correction, it looks like the fans actually cheered when Durant fell over and got hurt. That's an unfortunate thing. I wouldn't wish upon my worst enemy to get hurt. That's that's not a cool thing to do. That and it's unfortunate. And I know for at least the report that I got, it's real quiet uh, when he went back into the locker room. And I, they gave him time to really consider some things and think. And hopefully this is not something that's going to uh, deteriorate his free agency, uh, where he may go or if he stays in Golden State. Hopefully it's not going to put him out. I'm not even talking about the playoffs at this point in time. Let's just say he's done for the playoffs. Even well, if this game is over by that time, because I'm going to have the extra segment for the end of the podcast, even if the playoff game is over or if this there's more games to be extended after this, then I just want to say that hopefully he'll he'll be okay going into next season. But anyways, let me go ahead and give the free league listeners what they've been waiting for, and it's the lottery um, draft or I guess it's pretty much the first unicorn free league that the unicorns we we wanted went ahead and wanted to get this established to get a free league going. And then at the same time, for those that don't know, there's a 30 man buy in league 
uh, for those that want to be in that league. There's still opening spots to be available. $50 first two years. And uh, if you have any questions, reach out to me or any of the, of the other unicorns. And if you want to get in, just make sure you guys subscribe, write a review, give us a five star. And I'll even, you know, we'll make sure we shout you out on the next episode. But anyways, to the free league listeners, the 20 man league that um, sidekick Pat is going to run of the unicorns. And I'll kind of um, advise him how the league I'd like it to be ran. But he's going to be a good commissioner for the league. Fortunately, I I don't have as much time as I would like to to run this league, um, but he's going to do a fine job for it. So anyways, this league, for those, I'm sorry for the spot that you may have got. Now, keep in mind, if you want to take the blame, uh, <laughs> I'll put it in a perspective like this for the listeners that has been accustomed to us for most of the time that we started this podcast. I had put an episode out there with the unicorns, or might have been me by myself at that point in time on the podcast that I said, hey, you guys give me from one to 10, like how many roles you would like. And that's how the, the roles would be as far as random randomizing these um, for the group of picks and what picks everybody would have got. So I don't know if I said this already. So how I did this, how I created like the formula of doing it randomized is I utilize, I love Excel, um, Excel sheets and spreadsheets and Google sheets. I love it all, right? As far as formats that way. But what I do is, so that way you get an idea. So that way you don't think it's rigged. Although this is going to look like it's rigged. And I know this may not even make some of the unicorns happy because it seems like I purposely put them in a position, but I I promise you it's not rigged or fixed, but it's going to look like that. But anyways, this is how, let me just go to the basic, let me just say this, the roles that was accumulated total was three roles, okay? But how I did the randomize with the three roles is I created an Excel sheet where I do the formula of equals, uh, R-A-N-D, and then parentheses. What that typically does is I put the names in order, everybody that Basically, I put the unicorns first in order, right? And then I put the listeners, you listeners that wanted to join. Everybody that had reached out to me would be the person that would seem like they would be in that order. So the first 20 people was in, right? But it's not going in that order. So what I typically did after I got the first 20 people into the free league, and there, I'll say this because I know... There could be a possibility that one or two might come out because I'm looking at the sheet now that there's a possibility. So I'll let you guys know because I know there was still a lot of people that really wanted to be in this free league. But anyways, um, the formula is, again, is equals R-A-N-D with parentheses. And I put the first 20 people up, unicorns first and then the listeners So the role was I, I created a filter and by creating the filter, I went from it it spits out a random number wise and I put it all in a column and that column on the right side next to the names will spit out the names in randomized order. So I did it three times. I hit the filter three times from the largest number. And you're like, well, what's the difference between a small or largest number? It They spit out the number, so it didn't really make a difference. I could have chose the smallest number or I could have chose the largest number. So what I did was in that column or excuse me, on the row on the right in the column on the right, I chose the largest numbers and that was the spin rate. So I did it three times. So 
to stop beating around the bush, let's go ahead and get to the picks. The first overall pick of the Fantasy Unicorns Free Listener League goes to Presto Pancakes. Preston, number one overall pick. Good job, man. The second overall pick of the lottery draft goes to Mike of the Unicorns. Mike, I don't know if he is going to be in it this year or not. I haven't confirmed that. So there's a possibility that that may change and someone else may fill that slot. But just want to keep that open. Third overall pick goes to Michael. I think there's two Mikes in this league. So, Michael, you have the the third overall pick. The fourth overall pick in this league is going to go to Shalom, also known as the Kid. So I'll be looking forward to him in this league, a listener. Number five is Mark, also a listener. Congratulations. The number six overall pick goes to me. The seventh overall pick goes to Unicorn Jesse J. The number eight pick goes to Dennis of the Unicorns. The ninth pick in the draft goes to Pat, sidekick Pat of the Unicorns. The number 10 overall pick goes to JJ. 11, Lewis. Number 12, K-Pat, I like to call him, Kevin Patterson. Number 13 pick goes to Staheri. Again, hooked on phonics works for me. I apologize if I pronounced your name wrong. I And I'm not sure if he is uh, in this league or not. It hasn't been confirmed, so keep that in mind. Number 14 goes to Ain't Done Yet. Another uh, awesome listener to the league. He's very appreciative. Appreciated. Number 15 goes to Cam. Another excellent listener. All these listeners are excellent. So if just because I didn't say you're excellent, don't, don't take no offense to it. Uh, 16 goes to KDB. 17th overall pick goes to an awesome listener, just like everybody else. I guess I'm sorry. I'll just got I'll just say this. Everybody's awesome, okay? <laughs> uh 17 goes to Ty Base. 18 goes to uh Anal Embiid. I'm not sure if he's uh locked in two in this league. 19 goes to the the leader of the unicorns, Kevin. And then 20 goes to Jay. And again, I know this looks rigged, guys. I apologize. And even I apologize to the unicorns. I, I, I promise it didn't go down that way. Okay, after saying all of the, the picks there for everybody going on, I just wanted to say thank you listeners again for being a, a listener to us. And at the same time, I do plan on having more of a group chat with with every individual essentially to kind of conform and as far as negotiating trades and stuff of that nature sidekick pat man i'm gonna tell you right now with these type of leagues brother there's gonna be a lot of commissioning to do so i, I hope that you have the time for it and i and i know you will you you've been awesome just like every other unicorn has been awesome oh man so that game wraps up what an exciting game with the raptors and the warriors wow Wow, wow, wow. Uh, This series is not over yet. They're going back in Golden State on Thursday. Um, Clay hit some big shots at the end of this this game. And to be honest with you guys, um, this is going to be... I don't know how to take this, this series... I wouldn't be surprised at this point of uh, point of time. This this game was the biggest game, obviously, because it could have been Toronto closing out, or um, 
I thought if Golden State win, win, won this game, which they did, clearly, uh, at the end, that this game could potentially go seven games, and that, that might be the series that we're getting. It's unfortunate because KD, um, as we're recording, the game is over now, but KD was walking in a boot. I don't foresee him being in this the, the rest of this finals. I don't know if anybody's seen that pop in his calf muscle um, when he was doing that crossover. I'm sure you guys may have seen it, but it definitely popped. Something happened in there. Hopefully it's not an Achilles. I know people keep saying, oh, it's an Achilles or it's his calf. I mean, we're not doctors, right? But I, I definitely seen his uh, his calf wiggle or pop. I don't, you know, not a doctor, but it was an unfortunate injury. So Golden State finds a way to win. And, and it was really crazy because Kawhi got carried the team on his back to get really hot at the end. And they were up by six points. And Golden State found a way to, to come back and win by one point. Now, that last shot of the game for Toronto, I don't know if Kyle Lowry, did he get blocked or something? I know, obviously, Draymond uh, was there to kind of, you know, alter his shot. But, man, that shot was way off. So, looking at this game real quick, Curry, he started shooting. He didn't shoot the best this game. And let me see on the Toronto side. Of Kawhi Leonard, he didn't shoot really too well either. Neither did Danny Green. Pascal Siakam, he didn't have the best game. Kyle, Kyle Lowry came through, but uh, obviously other than that last shot. But, you know, we got a game this Thursday going on. I I honestly would have liked Toronto to close this series just to get, just get this over with because I just, I don't know. It's fine to extend the NBA season. I'm sure like a lot of people would like it, but it's just for me, I just wanted Toronto to close this. So we're going back to the drawing board Thursday. And if you had to ask me to, to make predictions again, when it comes to predicting games, I'm not good, but I would just assume go. Well, I did think Golden State would win this game somehow. So my prediction is, so I guess I got that one. My prediction is Golden State's going to win Thursday too, somehow, some way. And then we're going to have a game seven. Hopefully I'm wrong. But we'll see. So to the listeners, thank you guys for the support. I, I do apologize. I was all over this episode going back and forth with ISO and obviously with the Listener League. If you guys have any questions, reach out to the unicorns. And at the same time, make sure you guys, if you need to reach me, I'm on my Twitter handle is at Starks underscore industry. You can find me on Instagram, One Closing Hero, or on Reddit, Starks21. And I actually want to do a quick shout out to a new listener here. I don't know if he had gave us the the five star rating yet, but I know this is a listener that was going to join, is looking forward to joining into the 30 uh, man buy in league. And that's for D Groobs. Uh, appreciate you uh, being a listener or just listening to our podcast and reading our articles on our website on the, the fantasyunicorns.com. With that being said, uh, you guys have a good evening, morning, and afternoon, and, and take a ride.